Never been on a podcast. Well, actually, that's not strictly true. I was on um, Kyle Legacy's... What's its face? Have we already started? Yeah. No, oh, no. Just starting organically. Oh, this is awful. <laughs> no, it's not. It's perfect. I'm You're so perfect. sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry, okay? You're all right. If anyone complains about you as a guest, I'll just say, listen, I know Martin. Uh, he's one of the funniest guys I know. So you can all go fuck yourselves. And I have the guests on that I want to have on. And I'm the comedian and he's the comedian, so we get to decide what's funny. And if you don't like the episode, you're wrong, okay? So That's, yeah. that's usually the way to go. I think if you alienate the audience, that's what you want in comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want the audience to hate you. So, it's more or less what I try to go for, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what do you think my... I mean, I'm not a brilliant marketer. I just tell people to buy tickets and if they don't, they have a small penis or a smelly vagina yeah, that's pretty much what i or a smelly penis or a smelly penis or a small vagina or a small vagina is that a positive i'm not sure i think a small vagina is a positive um i don't i've never heard of it being a negative unless you've got an enormous penis yeah uh, yeah that, that seems like a trouble in paradise <laughs> two people that love each other in all other facets but the guy's just got a a cock that he needs a permit to move for. Yeah, yeah, he needs a forklift. To yeah, lift it. he needs a back brace, otherwise he might slip a disc. Exactly. Or... Yeah, <laughs> and she just has this, you know, rat hole vagina, just this tiny thing that you can barely slip. A finger Sounds into. very sexy, a rat hole vagina. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> imagine, imagine a dude running and he has this massive dick and he's just like leaving bruises on his inner thighs because it's so. God, <laughs> that's sorry if we don't have much sympathy for you, dude, because there has to be a dude out there like that. Yeah, for sure. Right. And look, it's not a great thing to have, I'm sure, man, but you get minimal sympathy from us. We all want a dick like that. You were just the one lucky enough to be born with it, right? Yeah. Mm. He's, uh... Real quick, I didn't even introduce you. Guests, uh, listeners, this is Martin Darcy, the very funny Perth comedian. Hello. Should I, should I be closer to the mic? No, you're perfect. Okay, you're perfect. so here's you just good. sit comfortably. Yeah. This is a, this is why these mics are good. You, you can just kind of prop them up and then just readjust the volume to suit. That's and then incredible. Later on, we'll do the ASMR section of the episode where we get up nice and close like this. Hello. Yeah. Your dad loves you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I know my dad loves me, but I think he finds me a very questionable human being. But um, <laughs> I think he kind of knew that, like that was going to like happen. Yeah, because he knew you were going to snap after he belted you. No, it wasn't so much that. I think he just kind of realized, like, fact, I had this is my sixth kid now. I've given all the effort that Holy I can. Shit. You know, it's like this is. This is uh, this is just going to be an experiment. This last one, yes, the we're last. not exactly. We've gotten the other five mostly right. They're doing well with their lives. Let's just let's just have some fun with this one, you know. <laughs> let's just let's just put him in front of the TV at four and put sore on and just see what happens, you know. Four a.m. or p.m. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I mean saw. Oh, right. Saw. But you said four, oh, four years old. Oh, yeah, four years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah I was yeah. like, I don't know why the time is relevant, but it's because it wasn't. No. no. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, the age was relevant. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I suppose age is linked to time. We're yeah. aging horrifically. Yeah. yeah, I feel that way. Yeah. I think my knees have never been older. Yeah. They'll never be young again. <laughs> never be young again. I feel like that's the way when you're just age. It's just something when you're old, you're just never young again. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing much else changes. I feel like my knees are like old door hinges mm. and they need like WD-40 or something. They're getting bad. I get that in my jaw after a big night out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From sucking too much dick. Um, it could be that, or it could be all of the MD I do. Oh, yeah. And then as a result, you kind of just like chewing a hole through your forehead. And like going right and through the jaw and just like right, gets going all over the place, doing a little, having you, a little dance party on your lower face. And then you're chewing on uh, David Morgan Brown's foreskin like chewing gum. Yeah, oh, yeah, you heard that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was telling me the other night. <laughs> He's a great human. <laughs> he is a fantastic human. I'm getting him back on the pod soon, actually. We're just going to do an episode where we riff out bits. Hell I yeah. thought of a funny bit. <laughs> I thought of a funny bit the other day, which was like for jokes and content. And sometimes just, you, you know, shit won't like, be, there's just some things you won't be able to make or make a joke out of on stage or on content, right? Potentially. But yeah. it's a funny idea in your head. Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah. So, you know that song, uh, We are living in America, America. Not really. It's born. All oh, right, okay. Let's pretend I do. Okay, well. I do know it very well. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, that's the song by Ramstein. And uh, I was just, I thought it would be really funny to do a remix of it and just be like, we are getting our asses fucked, our backs blown out, our dicks sucked off. Fuck yeah. yeah just, it's the dream. It is, right? And like, you can't tell, you can't make that a, like a, a video or something. No. And you can't make that a joke on stage. But sitting in front of microphones, riffing ideas out, it's just, it's really fun for me. Yes. Yeah. Do you yeah. have anything like that? You I, like bits it. like that I don't think I can use. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking to my roommate about this and he's a weird dude. Uh, and sometimes we talk about things and I have this one bit that I don't think I can ever use. But it's about how like, I don't know if you've seen Harry Potter, presumably. Yeah, I've seen it. Uh, and we talk about how if Dumbledore was like a very creepy pedophile. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I like that bit. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm familiar with that bit, and I've actually—that's actually a theory of mine I, oh, okay. that I think he's a—he's a creepy pedophile. Yeah, he just runs the school to like groom, but we even like do—we bounce backwards and forwards, and he'll be Hagrid or something, and I'll be Dumbledore, and mm. I'll be like, "Oh, Hagrid, bring me Ronald Weasley," mm. and then uh, he talks about like, "Bring me his juicy bussy, juicy bussy." <laughs> Like, and then he'll, he'll be like, oh, come here, Ronald. And then Ronald will be like, what you talking about, governor? <laughs> like, if you don't stop talking like a dirty chav, Ronald, I'll turn you into a carrot. <laughs> and you'll be pounding my bussy soil <laughs> to the end of eternity. Fuck. Anyway, whatever. It's sort of like bits that I don't think ever will translate on stage, but just ideas that are insane. I mean, I like it. I think you should just green screen it on TikTok and just, just go for gold. Just have like a picture of... Uh, what do you, Dumbledore, and then like superimpose my eyes and my mouth onto him. Yeah. 
Yeah, that could be good actually. Yeah, I I really like. You should do it. Yeah, I mean, I encourage it. And I like the idea of uh, Dumbledore casting these insane spells that are obviously not just like. Come here, Ronald. I'm going to lube up your bussy. Lubius Maximus! Yes. And then... Whoosh. I like it. And like, because he's an old man, like he, he can't get his dick hard as, as oh. hard as he used to. He could be like um, Erectimus Maximus, something like that. or like Accidentally a, cast it on the cat or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Then the cat's just fucking full mask. Yeah. They're just going at Hermione's leg or something like that. Jesus Christ, yeah. yeah. That's an image. I think I have seen a porno like this once, but um I mean we could do we could we could start a porn studio. We that, could I think anyone can. Yeah, well with OnlyFans these days you really could. Yeah. Yeah. I had a funny idea where I was gonna start an OnlyFans and it wasn't gonna be any porn or anything, it was just going to be words of affirmation. Because the thing apparently the thing about OnlyFans is they like there's more interaction with the, the performer. Like they interact with the people who view their content a lot more and talk to them a lot more. So maybe I could just do that. Maybe I could just do words of affirmation. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you are loved. You are loved. Your dick is not small. You know, you will find love one day. Um, All lies. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> yes, exactly. You know. Uh, it's okay that, you know, even though you're a woman that occasionally a mustache grows through on you, you know, you just yeah. get that razor out or, or, you know, the wax strip and you just go to town on it, you know? Yeah. A nice mustache is nice to have a little bit of a tickle, you know? Yeah. You know, there's nothing more I love than kissing a girl and having her Velcro to my face. Yeah. 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 That's, that, that must be a problem for you occasionally too. Uh, yeah. i thought of another bit which is well speaking of my theory and your bit that dumbledore is a bit of a pedophile i remember reading the books and as a kid which you know they're they're children's books let's not harp on about how great they are or anything but there was a bit in it where neville longbottom could have been the chosen one instead of harry potter sure and i think when you look at neville longbottom in the movies compared to harry potter in the movies I think you're clear, you think to yourself, Dumbledore would be very happy that Harry Potter became the chosen one and not Neville Longbottom. Yes. Yeah. Even though I feel like Neville Longbottom would be much easier to groom. He's more of a beta. Yeah. Yeah. Also, let, let, Neville Longbottom sounds kind of like a porn name. It does a little bit. A gay porn name. Like yeah. he's just... He's got such a thick booty. Yeah. The long bottom. Yeah. Or is it the the crevice that's long? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Just the orifice itself. Yeah. 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 Where he can just take in these just giant dudes, multiple dudes. Giant carrots. Yeah. After Ronald gets transformed. (laughs) There's... uh, (laughs) This sounds a little bit like uh, Ronda Civic. um, I interviewed a drag queen. For the podcast that's coming out next Tuesday, or this coming Tuesday. Excellent. It, it was a good interview. It was very interesting. And she, like, loved her. I was asking, any drag queens on the come up that are new to the scene? And she said Ronda Civic. And I was like, that's an interesting name. It's like, yeah, it's because she can fit five guys inside of her at once. And I was like, damn. That is an amazing name, actually. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. Drag queen names have amazing names. Like, I don't know if you've been around many drag queens in your time. Not really, but maybe but that could change. Maybe it could. Maybe Some... I could become a drag queen. I Crazy things have happened. 
Yeah. You could definitely do it. Yeah. I'm a thick boy. Thick boy. Yeah. You're tall, is which helps for drag queens. Is that important? Um, it doesn't hurt. I don't think it's important, but it doesn't It doesn't hurt. Okay. Um, I feel like height is definitely something a lot of drag queens like to have. Yes. So, I think it could work for you, for sure. They're height supremacists. Yeah. They... There are a lot of there are supremacists in a lot of ways. Drag queens—they're lovely people. They're very friendly to you after a show, but uh, yeah, they're supremacists in a lot of ways. Like you know, if you don't share your drugs with them, they can be very upset about it. You know, and it's like, well, I only brought enough for me, and I'm an addict. So <laughs> no, you're gonna have to find your own drugs. Exactly. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, or like, if you don't uh, have a lighter, and it's like, listen. I'm a drug addict, but I'm not a smoker, okay? You know, the, the, we, we yeah. don't... we Not all of our poisons will be the same. Sometimes there's overlap, yeah. but oftentimes yeah. there's not. Exactly. And it's like, just because I find you very entertaining and just because we're having this very interesting conversation does not mean I want to suck your cock or let you suck mine. Let me, l- l- let me do a little bit more molly and get back to you, you know? Yeah, when you feel the love flowing yeah. through you. Yeah, uh, well... Your love might be flowing through them. Yes. Yeah. So their love might be flowing through me. You never know. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. I, the last two times I've been to connections for drag shows though, I was tripping balls there and I saw this, it was the same girl I'd seen. She's not a drag queen. She's clearly just someone that frequents the club and it was the same girl and I'm tripping balls but I checked, like, I was with my friend Ree and I was like, oi, has that girl got a fucked up head or am I just tripping really hard? And she was like, no, she's, she, it's like, you're probably tripping really hard, but she also does have a very fucked up head. And I was like, <laughs> man, that's how, unfortunate. How would you describe her head? She looked a little bit like the offspring from the thing in the Goonies. Right. So, yeah, she looked like the daughter of the thing from the Goonies. You know what I'm talking about? I have no idea. I, just, I was just agreeing. Okay. Have uh, you not seen the Goonies? Not seen the Goonies. Uh, have you seen The Hills Have Eyes? No. I haven't seen many movies, actually. Okay. I haven't seen... The That's Lo- interesting. I haven't seen The Lion King. Fair enough. Fair enough. Man, you, you've got to go and talk to George Cook. Like, he's... Or, like, he messages me all the time and just being like, what do you think about this movie? What do you, have you, you know, seen the new fucking TV series yet? And I'm like... I'll get around to it, man. I'll get around to it, bro. George, I love you, man, but you're much more in-depth with movies than I am. But we do agree on a lot of taste in movies. We do agree that Marvel movies are pretty shit, so... He is a good kid. He is. He is. He's very funny, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I haven't seen him before much, but uh, he needs to perform more. He does. He does. Well, you know, I'm sure I'll have him on the show I'm planning um, soon, which is... Seems like such a stupid thing to plan, but I just thought, fuck it. Like, well, what's what's the worst that'll happen? No one comes. Okay, that is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah, you have like eighteen comics on the line. Is this the thing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tw- twelve comics, two MCs. Yeah, and I'm paying the MCs, and I'll probably pay the headliners. So yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, and I'm paying Ziggy as well because he's helping with some organisational things. So. Ziggy is a very good egg. I like that guy. Ziggy, yeah, he's a, he's a wicked dude. Yeah, he's given me a lot of good advice. But, like, I just felt like, man, I just kind of want the new challenge and then, like, it'd be really cool because 
if I make the right money from it, we can pay the MCs and the headline is a good wage. And then I can pump it back into the professional degenerates brand, put on better shows, put on more like shows that have less kinks, more promotion for more comics, and then eventually bigger shows. And then we can pay MCs and headliners more. But you do it for the love of comedy. Like honestly started at thinking I'll probably lose money in the first half dozen shows I do before I break even on a single show. Yeah. But like, I don't want to lose too much money in the first half dozen <laughs> shows. You don't um, want to go bankrupt. That's exactly. The, uh... Exactly. But like, I just kind of lo- have had too much fun in the early stage of this comedy thing. And I thought, well, if I can get some people to help me, which I am, Chris Pachulio, Shash and Diggy, um, Ziggy are all helping me. So I just thought, fuck it, let's just put it together and see what comes of it. They're all, they're all amazing people. Yeah. And then... Except for Chris Pachillo, he's a scumbag. No, he's not. I love him. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he likes to present that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love... Oh, his comedy is so dark. But, yeah. Oh, so uh, beautiful. It really is something. I'm, I love watching him. I love watching him. And uh, I feel like he comes from the same school of comedy that you and I come from, which is where it doesn't matter what you say, so long as it's funny. Okay. It's very chaotic watching him as well. I it like is. How he like moves the mic up and down. And yeah. He's all over the place. He's very animated actually. He is. He is. I, I'm someone who likes to stalk the stage, but I'm see you, I, I see you, you just like to plant your feet and rotate your body. Yeah. I'm kind of like one of those inflatable balloon guys. Yeah. Well, I see, now, now that you say it, I see it. Yeah. 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 Mind you, I, I do really like your bit about um, being target for bullies. Was like that's that was always very funny because you sell that so well with just the look on your face. Like, I don't, I don't really even know what I do, but it's maybe I just feel it. Like in the moment, <laughs> yeah. I feel it, and then all the emotions come back. I was legitimately bullied a lot. So. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't bullied a lot, but I definitely had a few bullies. But I never bullied anyone. At least I don't think I did. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think some some people get bullied unintentionally. Maybe you say something to them and they take it a little bit for too far to heart. I never made fun of any retarded kids, though. I shouldn't use that word. I'm too fond of that word. I've been told many times I shouldn't, shouldn't use, use the that word. word. Kids <laughs> might get the pedophiles excited. Yeah, yeah, because I have a lot of them listening to my show. Eighty percent of the people listening to the pod. <laughs> According to statistics. Pedophiles. <laughs> a convicted pedophile. <laughs> Gee, I'm going to need to close the spots down. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a fucking... Well, it's a good thing because this episode is not going to be released until... I'm building up a back catalogue so I can have a week off doing episodes so I can film a lot of content. Yeah, hell yeah. Which I actually wanted to get see if you wanted to film some with me. Sure, what is it going to be? Well, I have one image in my head for a girls shopping versus boys shopping right and it's going to be like you know it's going to be that same 80s shtick where it starts with me in a wig with a girlfriend we're going to go through the shops try on shoes try on outfits coming out of the changing rooms in the thing prancing around that whole kind of shit all while the song is playing i'm walking on sunshine all right skip to the versus the boys thing same thing prancing around looking at different things in the shop the only difference is it's a either a bunnings or a bottle oh yeah that's a good contrast yeah yeah i like it i, so, didn't, I didn't realize you had a girlfriend i don't oh, okay. uh, i You'll just be have a paid I, actor i have friends i call i have female friends i call girlfriends 
Okay. I I, I just friends that are girls. They're friends that are girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I I get it. Like I because lots of girlfriends just call their friends girlfriends, and it's yeah. like. Why can't I call... I've got lots of platonic female friends. Why can't I just call them my girlfriends? So many. I know. I, Countless. I do. I do. Well, I've had the pleasure of working with quite a few because I feel like I need to have a few mentally stable women in my life because I'm only attracted... I, I appear to only be attracted to psychos. Okay. And that way when I have friends, female friends who have some mental stability i'm like okay this is normal okay that's that's what i should aspire to but i'm not attracted to it yet some i i feel like people that are a bit psychotic are generally more attractive i see that yeah yeah or maybe there's just an element of chaos that is uh, alluring Mm. like a chris pacillo very chaotic or an andrew wolf very chaotic uh i could see I could see Andrew Wolf being a little bit of a, like, cockslinger in his spare time. Oh, yeah. I could totally see that. For sure. Yeah. Cause, like, I could totally see him just, like, smashing just yards of coke and just fucking the dirtiest whores. I don't know. Have you listened to his... Uh... Podcast? Yeah, yeah. I have listened to an episode or two. Yeah. Oh, the Shaw thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It is great. Yeah. Uh, I've listened to a lot of it, and the more I listen to, the more my mental health declines. Nice. That's what podcasts are for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's for people who really have given up on their mental health and have just gone, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> now I'm just going to talk into the void. Yeah, and talk into the... And hopefully someone talks back eventually. <laughs> yeah. Any other funny bits? Funny bits that I'm trying to work on or ones that I don't think will ever work? Things you don't think you will work on stage but are very funny to tell friends around a coffee table. Um, I didn't really come prepared. But there's bits that I've tried that I like but I never get like a good reaction from the audience. Right. Like, I don't know if you've heard this bit loose. I can't remember how it really goes. But it's something along the lines of like when I was growing up, I used to get mistaken for like other types of Asian all the time. Right. Which is fair enough. There's a lot of different types of Asian. Yeah. Right? Uh, there's so many different types. We're kind of like dog breeds, <laughs> which is interesting because they do say you are what you eat. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Go on. But it, it, it doesn't... Every time it's like, oh, we don't like this joke. Yeah. Yeah. But I like it, but I can't tell it anymore. Mm. Well, I feel like people need to bear in mind of who you're getting offended on behalf of. Like I have, yeah. a, I have a lot of, I have a few jokes about suicide, and it's like, hey, you don't know if I haven't been suicidal before, so yeah, if I have, I can make this joke, you know. I feel like that gives me permission anyway. Because well, uh, I mean, I used to be when I was growing up, I was very, very overweight. So really, yeah, you yeah. don't strike me as the sort. What is the sort? Well, like <laughs> the sort is like. You don't have the body type of someone who used to be a fat person. You're just this very long, lean person. And you also don't seem to have the hang-ups that, like, people who were morbidly obese at one point in their lives have. Okay. And I know that because my sister was morbidly obese as a child. And she still has lots of hang-ups about it. 
yeah, I have I have the Gumby physique. I'm very lanky and yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it's true. Some people just grow into it. Yeah, they just grow into being a Gumby. Mm. Any but, weight loss tips for the audience? Um, my weight loss tip was to just do more shit and eat less. Pretty simple. Pretty simple. I like it. Yeah. Boil it down to the bare basics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You hear that, guys? We have a miracle weight loss cure. It is eat less and do more. <laughs> it's it's worked, yeah, for countless people, I think. <laughs> uh, PTs hate him. Yeah. <laughs> Scientists this, hate this guy. Yeah. This one Perth comedian <laughs> found the thing that no one's talking about to lose weight. <laughs> Eat less and do more, you fat fucks. And take meth. And, and take meth. Uh, that helps too. Yeah. Mm. Coming from, uh, yeah, I think I've said I was born in Kalgoorlie. You have. Act. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was that like? It was okay. I wouldn't say it was ideal. <laughs> yes, it was so apprehensive. That, that was the nicest way to say it was shit. <laughs> yeah, it's literally that it is a giant hole. Yeah. There's just a town built around a giant hole. Yeah, I, I've been there. And we also have, um, I think it's Australia's tallest bin. It's just a tall bin. <laughs> I like it. Do you need a ladder to get to the top of it? Yeah, yeah. It's got a ladder built into right. the side of it. Can you actually throw things into the bin? Yeah. How do they empty the bin? I think it just has a door at the bottom. This seems like a drastic waste of taxpayers' money. Yeah, well, it's rusted. It's very old. So oh, right, okay. Yeah, like yeah. the rest of the town, but... Yeah. It's, yeah, the town is pretty much just like red dirt yeah. and just like broken dreams as far as the eye can see. So. Red dirt and broken dreams. <laughs> uh, that's the Australian outback for you. Yeah. <laughs> It's really weird. I've got some listeners. I look at the analytics of this episode and apparently I have some listeners in Belgium and the US, which is weird. Um, Are they they the pedophiles? Oh, highly probable. Yeah, yeah. Highly probable. I had this segment early on in the show called the non-pedophile of the week segment. The non-pedophile of the week. Yeah, because I'm a big conspiracy theorist and I think most people at the high end of entertainment, um, especially if they were famous or big before 2005... Um, and even a lot of the ones that come after that were probably pedophiles. Yeah. But you can't like, you can't go around naming names and there's got to be a few people that aren't like it's, it seems impossible that, you know, the whole of Hollywood is full of pedophiles. There's just not enough kids to go around. Yeah, exactly. Um, it seems like they would better be better off in other industries like, uh, surf lifesaving or, you know, teaching or something like that. You know, where there's more... Are you saying that the pedophiles would do good in those? Yeah, seems like it. Because they're more passionate about kids. Yes, it it seems like it, especially teachers. I don't think male teachers should be a thing, to be perfectly honest. Ever. Maybe at... No, I know, I was about to say maybe at an old boys' school, but no, even then, no. I, I, I don't know. It's just... It's just weird. I mean... I imagine you had much the same upbringing as myself where it was like most... It's quite an assumption, but go ahead. <laughs> quite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, where you, you know, railed fucking coke behind the school toilet. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you... Where most of your teachers were female. Uh, yeah, for the most part. Right. Yeah. And I'm sure that there's definitely like... I had a few good male teachers for sure in high school, but like... You just hear all of these stories where it's like the male teacher was 
fucking something. And you just never think it's good. And you hear the female teacher fucking a boy and it's like, well, I shouldn't think this. It's not right. But I can't help but wish I was that kid when I was in high school. Yeah, well, that's an opinion. That's an opinion. (laughs) (laughs) It's a questionable one. Yeah, I know. Um, I want to ask you what's, I ask this of all comedians, what's your personal Matt Rushmore of comedy? Oh, um, good question. Number one, have to be Amy Schumer. Uh, <laughs> and then Hannah Gadsby. Okay. And then, uh, Carlos Mencia. <laughs> yep. Go on. And, uh, uh, has to be... David Morgan Brown. He oh, brings yeah. it all together. Yeah. Liz, you, you, you lost me until you said David Morgan Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, fuck. Oh, I like it. It's beautiful. It's, it, uh, it, it, it is. It's an eclectic mix you have there. I see you've gone for the 50-50 uh, um, gender diff- split. So, yeah, yeah, and even like uh, the, the 50-50 on gender for joke stealers. So it's... Uh, Right, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's a very good point, Amy Schuver and Carlos Mencia. Yeah, and we got the 50-50 on autism. Anna Gatsby and David Morgan Brown. <laughs> yep, yep, Jesus, yep. Uh, David, will, David would love that joke, in fairness. He's really going to like that. I don't know Hannah Gatsby well enough to know if she'll like that joke, but I'm not editing it. Um, fuck it. I feel like she'll never listen to this podcast. Well, probably. Uh, but, uh, you never know who will and will tell her about it. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I don't think she can get offended. Oh, no, she definitely can. I don't know. Um, I don't think... Hannah Gatsby. Sorry, I had an image of my mind of Hannah Sainty for a second. Why did I think that? Hannah Gatsby's the, the large... The large one. The large and in charge... Oh. She wears a suit. On stage? I think so, yeah. She did Nanette. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Now I'm with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, she doesn't seem like she'd be easily offended by you calling her autistic. In fact, I think she'd be probably agree with you. I think she says that she's autistic. Oh, nice. And David Morgan Brown, does he say he's autistic? He doesn't really need to. He just... He says it with his actions, I think. Definitely says it with his joke delivery, which is <laughs> masterful. Like. It is. He is an incredible... He's definitely himself on stage. Oh, yeah. Which is, I think, what we all aspire to be. Yeah. He also gives zero fucks about the audience, which is another thing comedians should aspire to a little bit, I, I feel like. I was talking to him the other night, and every time he goes home, uh, he eats a packet of crisps. I don't know if every time, but he was saying like he's going to go home and eat some Samboy barbecue chips. Mm. That's it. There's no... That's just a fact. It's just a fact. It's a David Morgan Brown fact. Mm-hmm. I, I remember the one time I've seen an angry David Morgan after the gong show where they gonged him off before he reached his two minutes and he was quite upset about it. Yeah. And in fairness to him, I think, you know, give them the courtesy of giving them two minutes, let him try and win the crowd back. And I thought he was very funny, but... David Morgan Brown is an acquired taste. He is. He is. Mm. 
So are you going to tell us your actual Mount Rushmore of comedy, or are you sticking to those answers? No, these these are very serious. Okay. Uh, they're definitely my favourite comics. Uh, get massive influence from them. Okay. As you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take massive influence from joke thieves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. The, the influences that I'm like, oh, better not do what they do. Yeah. Very good answer. Very clever answer. I like how you spin that on me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you spin jokes very well, actually. Oh, thank like, you. Like, you take them in one direction, and then you alter them in a way which no one could ever guess. Like, I don't know about no one, but uh, it's yeah. I'll, I that's my favorite way of writing a joke. Same. I, I'm a big fan of it too. I deliver a little bit more aggressively than you because I think, I don't know, I think at one stage in my life I was a very aggressive person. You, okay. s- you seem like you're always a chilled out dude. Yeah, I'm not very aggressive at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a- why I was such an easy target for bullying. Mm. Mm. That makes sense. Um, were you always chilled out though? I guess maybe. Hmm. If I think back to how how long ago do you want me to think? When I was a kid, um, yeah, I think I was pretty chilled out. Nice. Although I remember think like I was watching like uh, we were like five years old and my brother was yeah, I know I must have been a little bit older but we were watching like home videos of when um, we were younger and then I was there with my brother and I was like basically abusing him. I don't know. Is this like psychopathic? I was just like throwing uh, like what do you like uh, washing baskets and stuff at him, and uh, I think every younger brother has to cop a little bit of abuse from the older brother. Okay, that's just a rite of passage. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think my older brother tried to drown me a couple of times. Um, Child abuse is just cheeky back in the nineties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even the early two thousands, you know, but- that was still it was still free game then. But I was just thinking, I don't know, it's not really related, but we were watching this home videos thing and then it like cuts and then there's just like my mum is in the bath naked mm. and then my dad like stopped it. And I was like, I don't know if I was, I was like about to watch myself be conceived or something <laughs> or what was going to happen. But I don't think you can do that. Otherwise, the universe collapse if you if you watch yourself be conceived. It's not meant for human eyes. No. 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 You know what though? There's definitely been a family like that in this world, in this digital age, that must have happened where a family recorded the conceiving of their son and their son has seen it somehow. Yeah. I feel like in the digital age, that must have happened. And he's become the greatest supervillain of them all. <laughs> he grew up to become David Morgan Brown. <laughs> oh man, that's his biopic, eh? <laughs> conception. Yeah. yeah, since conception, that's a little bit the name of his biopic. Fucked up since conception. <laughs> oh, David, if you're listening to this, and I know you are because I listen to your podcast too, I feel like you really need to do a spin off series on this. I'll help him make it. A spin off of his, his alter ego, which can be. It's pretty much just him. Yeah, David Morgan Brown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was about to give him like some kind of alter ego villain name, but I'm like, no, we can just call him David Morgan Brown. David Morgan Freeman. David Morgan Freeman. I like it. Ah, uh, now what was it? He's thirty. He's in. He's in his early thirties. Yes, mm. that is true. Yeah. 
I was 10 years old when I found, I was 10 years old when I went through my parents' home movie collection. <laughs> and then when I stumbled across the film, David's Conception, I was too young <laughs> to understand what it meant at the time. But I put that thing in that family VCR. And that still haunts me to this day. <laughs> Where am I going with this? Come on. Oh, fuck. Jesus. Um... His psyche snapped. Yeah, my psyche snapped. My psyche snapped. And then the sisters came and they raped me. And this was the story. The si- as in Brown. the nuns. The nuns? Or the the s- sisters. The, sis- the sisters from Shawshank Redemption. Oh, right. I haven't right. seen that either. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a good movie. Um, yeah, and it's pretty much just David Morgan. Morgan uh, it's pretty much just Morgan Freeman. Just narrating bits by man. They should have. You know who does need to like get the opportunity to do like narration work. Who? Cat Williams. Yeah, for sure. I feel like Cat Williams narrating a movie would be really funny. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> like a Christopher Nolan movie. Like a really dark film yeah. but with the comic relief is the narrator being like what the fuck is going on yeah 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 pretty much that yeah and or you could do it on the next dune movie what are the what's the name of the bad guys in the dune movie i haven't seen dune i watched it it was so overrated i only watched it because i was with someone at the time who wanted to watch it and yeah it seemed like bizarrely overrated don't watch it. It's not worth watching. Oh, don't. Yeah, I wasn't planning on that. Good. Yeah, yeah. What do you like to do if you don't like to watch movies? Not that there's anything wrong with that, but... Um, what do I do in my free time? Apart from, like, just burning ants or dissecting cockroaches or... Yeah, that's what I do with all my free time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like to do some indoor rock climbing. Nice, me too. I don't mind doing that. Yeah. Mm. I'm not particularly good, but... Neither am I. It's okay. What gym do you go to? I go to Adrenaline Vault. I've been there. It's a good gym. Um, it's a little bit far away from me. Yeah. Uh, I go to uh, Portside Boulders in Fremantle. But I've been to Adrenaline Trip Vault. Uh, it's a fucking good time, though. Yeah. I've been there with a girlfriend. One of those platonic girlfriends we talk about. All right. Not... Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't date anyone. I'm hoping I get less horny as I get older. Because I'm sure you would agree being horny does nothing but get you into trouble. Um, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you seem like someone who has a very good hold on your horniness, though. Hold? A hold. A hold. Good control. I have a very good hold on my horniness. Yeah. Um, maybe. Mm. Like, you've got control of your horniness, master of your horniness. I don't think that's... Are okay. you just saying that, like, you just say I'm the master of that because I'm, like, Asian, that's kind of a... No. No. Did not even make that correlation. God damn it. Um, but now that you say it. Now yeah. that you say it, yes. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, no, you, you seem like the kind of dude who does not get in trouble. What's a wild time for Martin Darcy? A wild time? A wild time for Martin Darcy. Um, as in, like, what's the wild, one of the wildest things that I've done? Or Yeah, what's the biggest night out you've ever had? What time were you home by? What was your alcohol content estimated? What other substances were in your system? Uh, were there any interactions with people? 
<laughs> went out, had uh, two standard drinks. Nice. I was I was back by uh, nine p.m. Nice. And then I had a nice bever- a nice tea. Nice. Yeah. And it, it kept me up because I needed to pee. Right. This this does sound like a very Martin Darcy kind of night. Mm. No, I have. Um, I used to hang out with a real dodgy crowd once upon a time, and we were like. In Kalgoorlie? Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Unlikely, but uh, I remember one night we were like drag racing around Kalgoorlie, and then the guy that was driving was on drugs, which is fair enough. And then <laughs> there was like no other way for us to, like, we'd like gone through the streets, and there's no other way for us to beat these other people, so we had to like run five stop signs. Five stop signs. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that was I wasn't in control of that, but also then we nearly um we were like on the the bypass another time the truck bypassed and then we're like on the wrong side of the road mm. going like 160 k's an hour and then we like nearly had a head on with an ambulance. Nice. Which was so just a generally good time. Yeah, yeah. Kalgoorlie mm. was an interesting place to be. Mm, I bet like, to grow up certainly. And then uh, one of my mates, uh, his name's Harry, and we call him Harry the Hazard. What a great name. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, he'd just, like, stuff trees with dynamite and blow them up. <laughs> and just, like... He was a Christian boy. So I don't, maybe he was, like, trying to get closer to God or whatever. But he's, like... He he was just, like, threw bullets onto, like, a, like a frying pan and he was cooking them. Jesus, that's... And then we all had to, like, jump out of the tent. What in the name of fuck? <laughs> what do you think that, like, oh, yeah, the tent will stop the bullet. Yeah, I hope that's yeah. not what you were thinking. Uh, well, we just had to, like, try to get behind some trees. and then... Right, okay. Anyway, I don't know. Kalgoorlie was a weird place. There's not anything to do. So, <laughs> you just do dumb shit. <laughs> so, so, you just throw bullets into... <laughs> I didn't. Harry the Hazard did. Harry the... I... Are you still in touch with this guy? Uh, loosely. Right, okay. He might be in jail now or something. Right, but... unfortunate. I was about to say, you should invite him to Perth and we should have a night out with him after a gig. I yeah, yeah. Like. That would be really fun. It'd be really fun for me. Yes. <laughs> it sounds like Kim and I would, like, get along like a house on fire. Yeah. yeah. And then you chuck some bullets in the fire. and Yeah. And uh, throw some dynamite into it. Too. <laughs> yeah. Mind you, I did get along with you. I had the strangest impression of you the first time I met you. Okay. Um, a strange impression. Yes. Yeah. Um, mind you, I have a strange impression of most of the comedians I come across. I think they're we're all very weird people yeah, in our own way. Yeah, absolutely are. Um, you definitely were a standout, though, because I remember you because you were there my the first gig I ever did which was that gong show where I was on directly after you. Yeah, right. And we were both wearing flannels. Um, I'm always wearing a flannel. That's true. That's true. You're always wearing a flannel on stage. I like your commitment to the bit. Um, but um, it's probably not even a bit, but I'm just going to call I'm it. I'm just from the country. Yeah, nice. Well, <laughs> I'm going to wear a onesie on stage all time, at all times in future. Yeah, do it. I feel like it's like Batman armor for me. Yeah. But you... It took me like a couple of times of meeting you to realize... I know, he's a very nice person and he's being very nice to me because the first time, I don't know, it was probably just my my anxiety playing on me, but the first time I met you, I thought to myself, he fucking hates me and I don't know why I thought that. No, I do hate you. Yeah. No. (laughs) Listen, most people do, okay? I've said some obscene shit on stage as you have seen. Yes. Yeah. Um, It's very divisive. I like it. 
Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot coming from someone I respect so much as a comedian. I'm barely a... I'm, I'm just doing comedy. I don't think I'm a comedian. I would call you a comedian. Okay. Mm. I'd say you're wrong. <laughs> well, look. I call myself a poet and I can prove it, okay? Okay. And someone has paid me for a poem. Granted, they paid me with a pretzel, but they still paid... Who is poem. Who was it? Yeah. Um, I've spoken about this on an episode previously that has not been released yet, so it's okay to talk about now. Um, it was a woman on a night out. I was at the pretzel stand in Northbridge. It's you know the your, one? It was one of your girlfriends. It was not one of my girlfriends. I'd never met this woman before okay. in my life. I wanted food. I did not want to pay for it. I said to this woman who was by the pretzel stand, I was like, hey, darling, you're going to buy me a pretzel. And she was like, fuck off, I'm not. And I'm like, no, 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 you will. <laughs> and I'll tell you how. Not only am I something of a funny man and a sparky. And a humble, humble and, person. And a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. And a bartender. I also write poetry in my spare time. If I write you a poem good enough that you like right here, and I had a book with me at the time, so I could write it on the paper and tear it out, um... I will, if you like it, I will give you the paper and you will buy the pretzel. And she was like, okay. And I wrote the poem. She read the poem. She bought the pretzel. I gave her the paper. So, Do you remember the poem? Nope. No, it's lost the time. This sounds a lot like that Jack Black song of like the best song in the world. <laughs> but this is not. just a tribute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, this is the best poem in the world. He thought it when he was tripping balls. <laughs> I was tripping so fucking hard at that point. And I was laughing about that for the rest of the night that night. Like I was in tears laughing, thinking about how the fuck did I just talk a woman into buying a pretzel? For me? Maybe she was scared for her life. No, she wasn't because she was laughing a lot and she liked the poem and she insisted on getting a photo with me and her friend holding up the poem oh, wow. after, which I didn't really want to take because I was kind of tripping, like, I was kind of like, I just want to eat my fucking pretzel. <laughs> yeah. The transaction is over. What's the weirdest thing you've done for a drink or food on a night out? The weirdest thing I've done for a food or a drink? Mm-hmm. Um, don't know. I think usually I just... Buy it? Buy it, yeah. Yeah, right, okay. But I, I have uh, I have taken psychedelics a handful of times. Nice. What have you taken? Uh, just LSD and mushrooms. Nice. The typical. Just the typical. Just I mean, I'd hardly call them typical drugs, but. Uh, but every every time, most of the time, when I take LSD, I get very paranoid. What's that? Don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's it's not it's a common thing to happen. Yeah. Um. Tell us about that. Uh. Well, I was, I was getting paranoid that reality is not real and I was getting scared that I'm not real. Maybe that's just a normal thought to have on LSD. But also, I yeah. was like, we had, like, I was tripping and I was with my ex at the time okay. and uh, we had, like, she was, like, a real hippie girl, so we had, like, an old kettle. So, sorry, that, girlfriend at the time. Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You said ex at the time and it's like, so uh, she's not your ex anymore? No, oh, no, she's Mike. She was, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. makes Girlfriend sense. Girlfriend at the time. Yes, carry on. Yes. And uh, the kettle. And then we, like, put the kettle on the fire and we went outside. I don't know if you have the same thing 
but like because obviously you have like visual hallucinations mm-hmm. but also i get like really strong like audio hallucinations like i oh, start, yeah. Yeah, I start yeah. hearing like songs that are not real yes and then we're outside and we're chatting and there's a few people there and then i hear this song comes on and it's like don't forget about the kettle the house is gonna burn down the house is gonna burn down if you forget about the kettle and i'm like can someone get the kettle and they're like oh it's okay it's fine it'll be all right and then the, the sound gets like faster and faster and faster don't forget about the kettle and I, I don't know but you sure you weren't just singing this song like out loud without even realizing it potentially but that's what i thought right and then i was talking to my now ex and i was like what do you think of this song and she's like oh it's pretty good and I think that might have been the first, the first straw where I was like, oh, maybe we, we're not as similar as I thought. Why? I don't know. Did I you taste want her the music to be a bit more different. honest? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah. she had a different song, but it sort of. But then the next time that I took uh, LSD, I started thinking about uh, spiders, which is not a good thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. No. And then we're out in the dark, and we're by the bonfire, and then we like we're in the backyard. And then uh, we just, it's like one of those fire pits. And then I just see like all this wriggling and like I hear scuttling and I just keep thinking about spiders. And then I'm looking at the fire and the ashes are like, there's legs like coming out of the ashes. Right. Which, and I'm like, I have to think about something else and I have to go to a nude location because I needed, I just need to stop. And then the next thing I start thinking about, I was like, oh, I'll start thinking about uh, skeletons because oh. obviously they're better. Better than spiders, yeah. Yeah, and then I got it in my head that the skeleton man was coming to get me, which was, it was just a weird... Just a weird time. It was a very weird time. And then I was convinced that if I was, like, by myself, the skeleton man would get me. Right. So right? I had to stay with someone. Well, I was with my girlfriend at the time again. Right. okay. Uh, and, and then the music stopped and she's like, oh, can you turn the music back on? Yeah. And I'm like, what, like... By myself, or mm. the, well, I didn't want to say the skeleton man because I thought I'd ruin her trip. Yeah. And then I went inside, and then like my body was like moving on its own, and doing weird <laughs> stuff. And then like we had like one of those old CD players, and then I went to like grab a CD, and then my hand looks at me and it like shakes its head. Mm. It's like not this one. And I'm like oh, okay, and then go to etc etc. Et and I put a song in, and the song is like big scary skeleton. I'm coming to kill you now, big scary skeleton. And I'm like, what the This fu-? is a horrible fucking trick. <laughs> yeah. And then I go out again and I'm like, I'm talking to my now ex and I'm like, what do you think of this song? And she's like, oh, it's amazing. And I'm like, that's when I knew we had to break up. <laughs> <laughs> this is an excellent trip in the worst <laughs> possible way. It's great to hear about, but... In the time and place, it sounds so fucking bad. It's Yeah, it was such a strange experience. Mm. Um, but then afterwards, I reflected on it and I thought about how the skeleton is like your framework and I realised that my habits were ruining me in my life. So. Ah. Okay, so you got mental and spiritual with it for a second. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Afterwards, upon reflection, at the time, I was just very scared. Yeah, I don't do that. Um, I kind of just dispense wisdom to other people because I kind of like become a shaman on LSD because typically I handle it pretty well. Hell yeah. Um, so people just come up to me in, you know, my onesie because I wear my onesie out in the nightclubs. 
Fuck yeah. And you can do that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just want to check your pockets. And I haven't been caught with anything yet. And I've had shit on me. So, um, you just stuff it in your mustache. I. That's a very good idea. Just fold it under the lip. Yeah. That's why I grow it so big. Exactly. Mm. You can hide things under there. Mm, precisely. I want to grow it out to one of those big mustaches where you can barely see my mouth moving when I talk. It's getting there already. Nice. <laughs> cool. That's what I'm going for. So, we're getting there, ladies. We're getting there, ladies and gentlemen. The mustache <laughs> is on its way. But then it's really cool because then I can, like, oil it, like, grease it up and curl it up for, like, a show. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, I like it. Mm. Some people look... Makes me think... Some people tell me it makes me look a little bit like some kind of British imperialist, like I'm about to rock up and steal all their spices, but, you know, you take the good with the bad, you know? Yes. You have to, you have to admit about those British colonials in the 1800s. It was a strong look, big sideburns, big moustache. I don't have to admit anything. Okay, fair enough. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it was. It was a very powerful... Very subjugating look. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah. It was a very, pow- very supreme... Yeah. Yeah, they had an air of probably undeserved superiority about them, yeah. but definitely a strong look. It says a, it says a lot about a person, I think. Thank you. What do you think it says about me? I'd um, rather not say. Go on, just say it. It's an unfiltered, unaired podcast. I won't question you for anything you well, say. Well, I was I'm, I was circling different. I was going to say wanker, but then you clearly are. Yes. Everyone is, but yes. people just bring shame on it for no reason. <laughs> Yeah, too true. Now that you say that, yeah, there are some people who just bring uh, shame on what is a natural act. Yeah, mm. but it's still really weird if, like, you were ever to catch your dad wanking or something. It'd be very. I mean, I've caught my dad with his dick out, um, which was strange, and then my dad's caught me wanking, which was. <sighs> I don't think I've ever gone soft quicker. <laughs> um, I challenge anyone to call their dad while they're, you know, playing the five-fingered flute and fucking not go soft, like, in an instant. While they're bashing the uh, the one, the one-eyed yogurt slinger. Exactly. One-eyed yogurt slinger. That's a new one. I haven't heard that one before. Or is it the purple-headed yogurt slinger? I think the one-eyed yo- yogurt slinger is better. Okay. I mean, I like that one more. I feel like that. Might be wrong, I've just butchered it, but now it's a new thing. <laughs> Let's go with it. Let's go with it. Uh, well, so on a sort of related note, uh, my dad really likes watching porn. <laughs> go on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, because w- when I was younger, I taught him how to like connect the HDMI cable from the laptop to the TV. Great. Which was a fatal mistake because he's like worked on the mines and his hearing was rooted, so I'd like be sleeping on the weekends hungover from hanging out with all these losers or amazing degenerates whatever and then uh and then you just hear like stepmoms getting pounded on the dolby surround sound like it'd be jesus yeah what a fucking image Uh, all right i want to hang out with your dad too and then uh but he also just walks around the house naked Mm. it's his house you know He he does what he wants and he um but it's weird because sometimes he'll be fully clothed and he'll be watching the porn and he just like makes a sandwich. Nice. And it's... But the thing... Um, his computer was like getting so overloaded with malware. It was like getting choked out from all the malware that it had. 
Oh, Jesus. So we had to, t- well, we took it into Harvey Norman and like the, the young girl at the desk was like not ready for the travesties <laughs> she was about to witness. Like we took it up and then my dad was like, this is our laptop. And I'm like, it's not our laptop. Yeah, don't associate me. Don't pull me into this. No. Years ago, you were like, we have different laptops. This is your computer. This is my laptop or whatever. And now you're trying to pull me in. Anyway, it's one one letter, but a big difference. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. And then she like opens it up and he puts his password in. And on the main page where it's like your most visited things, it's just like Red Tube, X Videos, Pornhub, and just like Hotmail or something. Nice. One of these things is not like the other. But it was, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. They should just have a, you know what? They should just have a service or an app, which is just like, porn virus specialists which is just like we've dealt with it all before we're not harming norman we're not jb hi-fi we're not gonna you're not gonna have to come in and explain look all right you know what i was doing just fucking take my laptop and fix it you know (laughs) yeah i feel like that would be a very good service you know yeah you you wouldn't even need to charge a whole lot of money for it and there would be a lot of money in it because you know i feel like have you ever owned a laptop I feel like every person, the fir- every man, the first laptop he ever owns as an adult, he just immediately destroys with the amount of porn he watches. Yeah, I remember once upon a time, there was like a fucking, some kind of thing came up and it said like you have a blaster worm attacking your mainframe or some bullshit and then my computer like shut itself down. So, I don't know what the fuck that even means. Sounds like you're into some kinky shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Into blasting some worms. Yeah. Just throwing worms across faces. <laughs> That's what we're going to do after the show. Um, after the episode. Do you think we should uh, put a hashtag on the this episode release with... Uh, um, hashtag David Morgan Brown. Hashtag David Morgan Brown. Hashtag Harry the Hazard. And hashtag Martin's dad watches porn. Yeah, I, I was trying to, like, turn it into a bit, but it's... I feel like the premise is kind of funny, yeah. but it needs more to it. Actually, no, let's just call... Let's call the episode that Martin's dad watches porn. Yeah, and then yeah. that'll rope him into watching until now to here. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. then you... Can we actually do that? If you say it's okay, I'm doing it. Yeah, for sure. Great. Awesome. 100%. Thank you. Thank you. I can never tell you because you have such a sarcastic personality. It is. I, I speak in monotone and everything I say could or could not be true. <laughs> but you always have. You also have this smile that is simultaneously warm and greeting, simultaneously also mischievous. Then you have this glint in your eye, which is just always saying, entertain me. Just do shit that entertains me and I'll interact with it that in a way that entertains me even more. I think you're putting a lot of meaning onto these things. Um, I am. I do uh, that. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fairness, I do that. Yeah, yeah. But thinking of my dad again and growing up, it kind of reminds me on our street, because uh, it's Kalgoorlie, there was this guy, uh, like li- he lived a few houses down and the kids used to call him Ruthless Toothless. Because he had like he had like two teeth in the top of his mouth and one in the bottom, which is uh, is that like the best configuration you can have? Or I think so. Like if you, if you're gonna have three teeth, it feels like 
the best three teeth to have. Yeah, I think so. But I think the the crazy part is like he just had like animal skeletons, like parts in his front yard. Right. Like presumably he went roost shooting, but he never specified what animals they were from. But I think it was interesting. Backpackers. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you don't often meet someone that has like more bones in their front yard than in their own mouth. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Fucking hell. Jesus. But he was still like bringing like decent looking like women over. So clearly goes to show you that sometimes when people have a personality, they can do amazing things. Can you imagine being one of those girls like rocking up at his house at his front yard? Yeah, it's full of bones. Yeah, yeah. This guy's got three teeth in his head. And you're like, this is not... When we're at the club, this is not what I expected. Yeah. And the guy was like, I'm going to take you back to the bone zone. The bone <laughs> zone, yeah. yeah. You're going to become a part of the bone <laughs> zone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll strip you down, skin you and just put you out there. <laughs> Trust me, you'll blend in. You're, you're never leaving the bone zone, unfortunately. Fucking hell. There's no brakes on Mr. Bones oh, Wild Ride. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. Ruthless, toothless. Yeah, weird Jesus. dude. You think? Yeah. Yeah. He, oh, I haven't even met him and I think he's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Kalgoorlie just has weird Strangest people. people. Well, yeah. it feels like the strangest people stay there. Yeah, that you is know? true. Like, a lot of strange people are born there and leave. A lot of people move there and leave. Um, a lot of weird people move there and leave, but the weirdest people stay there forever. Yeah, there's and not much there. I think they like that, though. Yeah. You know? It's a little bit like the... It's a little bit like a local bar, which is just like, you know it, you're familiar with it, everyone knows you, everyone knows what you like, you know? The, the barman doesn't have to think too hard about what you're going to order because you order the same thing every time. It's probably a little bit like that to the people who live, who go there all the time. They don't seek anything else. They just seek familiarity. Yeah. You know? This is, this is actually getting deep now. Mm. Well, I associate a lot of things with working at a bar because... You work in a bar. Working at a bar. No. I'm a proud bartender. I don't know if I should be, but I enjoy my work quite a lot. What do you do for a living? Uh, I'm not currently working at the moment, but uh, I used to be a truck driver. Nice. And a furniture mover. Mm. Uh, and then before that, I was working I was working at the back of a pub, but stock I had like a... A, a bottle So I was working in a bottle yeah. doing storm and stuff. And then before that, I was a bouncy castle operator. Yeah. I've been around. I've been around the block. Yeah. Well, you, the great Nick Mullen was a uh, truck driver and furniture mover at one point. I think a lot of... It's a very easy job to fall into. It is. You don't need any qualifications, no. except for the truck driving license. But. Yeah. But anyone can get that. Yeah, yeah. Look who they let on the road these days. Exactly. I'm on the road. Precisely. Uh, I had a car accident like a month ago. Yeah? No shit. I had a car accident earlier this year. Yeah. Uh, it's fun times. Um, this kid like, I was driving along straight and this kid just like pulled out just as I was coming to like, he was pulling out of the T-junction just as I was going past. So he paid. With his life? Yeah, with his life. He's yeah. dead now. Um no, but uh, I took, like, the front of his car off and I have a ute and it barely did any damage to my ute. Nice. Um, but it was weird because I got out and then this old lady with, like, a walking frame is walking and she's like, I knew that was going to happen. And I'm, 
why didn't you fucking stop it? What do you? Yeah, <laughs> why didn't the... you jump in the way and save yeah. the cars? But yeah, exactly. Like your life is pretty. Yeah, much you don't over. have much time left yeah. on this earth. Yeah, the least you could have done was save us some money on our cars. Yeah, you know, you fucked up our economy enough, so you know, in your <laughs> generation, so you may as well try and save us some money. Exactly, bitch. Yeah, I I got out of the car, and then I, the other guy gets out of the car, and he's Asian too, and I'm like, this is not a good look. <laughs> Dude. And I'm like, is this what the lady meant? Is this, is this what you meant? Yeah, is this, is this what you were going happen? for? Jesus. Oh man, and then that's uh, a bit. And then his dad was in the car, and he gets out, and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. He's on his peas. Like he's only been driving for. He's only had his peas for like two months. And I was like, oh, well, you know, like two months, only one accident. That's pretty good. <laughs> And then no one laughed. And yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm bombing at my own car accident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you tried to. I admire you for trying to find the humor in the situation. Yeah. It seems... I admire anyone who is the first one to make a joke out of a bad situation. Because I feel like the sooner you can, the sooner you can move on. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which is why I was very, very proud of myself when I did that Olivia Newton-John joke. At the yes. uh, the windmill, where I was lucky enough to be performing with you that night. Yeah, yeah I think uh, I opened that night. You did very well, what I had. Oh, thank you. It was you. a strong opening. I tried uh, putting together a lot of my gear that works. Well, I had a few friends there that night, and they said, we found you funny, Alex, and we found the dude with the moustache funny. And I was like, Martin. And I'm like, yeah, that was the one. And I was like, yeah, he's a funny dude. And I was like, you didn't find anyone else funny? And they're like, no. Okay. Well, you all have fucked up senses of humor. Remember that. And I, don't like, know, I don't know what that says about me. It's <laughs> uh, a good point, actually. Yeah, that's a very good point. Maybe. Which, they like Chris Petrullo as well. Oh, he is amazing. Come to think of it, that, that just solidifies the fact that they have a fucked up sense of humor. Yeah, because I think a lot of my jokes are not offensive, but they do have very dark turnarounds. I I would agree with that. I yeah. would say the same of my jokes, although some of my jokes are blatantly offensive to yeah. someone. Um, but that's the challenge of comedy, I feel like. Can I ask seriously, if you feel like answering a question seriously, and don't if you don't want to, but what drove you to try your hand at comedy? Um, I think... When I was in school, I was trying to make all my bullies laugh before they, like, beat the shit out of me. So, it was kind of like a defense mechanism. And then I was able to make some of them laugh. Mm. So, it's like... And then I was just trying to... I wasn't really so much the class clown as I was just trying to survive. Mm. <laughs> Don't know. It was a weird... And it's like... I had a lot of weird bullies, too. Because I remember in year one, there was, like, this really rotund girl named Sophie and she would beat me up and then she'd call me uh, Martin the Milk Carton. Martin the Milk Carton. Yeah. And you think that would affect me? Well, it did because <laughs> I cried. <laughs> I love the honesty. I still can't drink milk to this day. <laughs> Where did she get Milk Carton from though? Just Martin Carton. It just rhymes. I, I, I get that. I get that, but generally things, like when you get a nickname that rhymes, it's because of something. Uh, I think she was just... A cunt? A year one. Right, okay. I don't know if she was very creative, but I remember that 
distinctly. Right, okay. Well, you know, maybe she's going on to bigger and better things. Probably not, but, you know. She was definitely getting bigger. Was she, so, yeah, she was rotund at the time. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, poor girl. That's such a harsh word, rotund. It's like it, there's no room for air gap there in yeah. terms of translation. She's a big beluga. Yeah. Ugh. Don't you hate that when chicks say, oh, I'm really bubbly on Tinder? Bubbly? Bubbly. As in, like, happy? Yeah. It's only fat girls that use that sentence. Is it? Yes. Yes, I guarantee you it is. When's the last time you saw a skinny girl use the word, I have a bubbly personality? Don't know. I don't remember a lot off Tinder. Um, I've, I've had very little success on Tinder. You know what you should use Tinder for, which is what I've started doing, and it's working. You should start using Tinder for um, to promote your Instagram comedy page. Because I did a deep dive on all of your comedy, which was like joke of the day and things like that. Yeah. And I love it. So it was you- such a weird... Uh, or an interesting premise, at least. Yeah. Uh, just like the worst joke I've written this week. Yeah. I, yeah. I think it's fantastic. You should keep doing it. I mean, I've just started making silly piece of shit videos just to entertain myself. Yeah. And I just do it because I think it's entertaining. And then I see my head in it and then I'm reminded of the sad fact that... How entertaining your fat head is. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I do have a very fat head. No. So do I though, so it's alright. Yeah, but it feels like your head's in proportion with the rest of your body. I feel like my head is directly uh, is a is an evolutionary flaw. There's something about it that physically doesn't make sense. Well, these are your words and not mine. <laughs> you can agree with them, feel free to. I won't be offended. I know the way I look. Go on, Martin. Jump in. I can tell you're going to. <laughs> I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. <laughs> Fuck. Is it that bad? You have a giant watermelon for a head. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I do. And big rock melon hands. Big rock. Mm, I do have big hands. Mind you, when I went to shake uh, those drag queens' hands, they are, they are some big personalities those people they got enormous hands yeah yeah and it's like it's 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 incredible like on the podcast i was talking about it it's like oh you get dudes coming up to you who say they're straight but you know they're flirting with you and trying to trying something on yeah and it's like i could see that because you know they go to a lot of effort to make themselves look feminine and make themselves look a certain way you know, respect to it. It's, it looks like a lot of work and they put their heart and soul in their performance. So respect to it. But um, if I walked up and I shook hands with someone and their hand engulfed mine, I'd be a little bit like, Jesus. <sighs> like I'd pause for a second, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you sure you shouldn't be a farmer or something? You know, I have one of those old men grips that's just so tired, it just crushes all the bones in your hand. Well, in the way, they are farming other men's seeds. It's a good point. It's yeah, a good point. And, you know, they say big hands, big dreams. Mm. Well, uh. 
that's why I have slightly above average dreams. You know? Yeah. I'll, I'll be happy if I make it some, somehow as a comedian, which I feel like we can do. I You're a pretty funny guy. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I feel like one day maybe I can do something. Hmm. You never know until you keep trying. But haven't you had, um... You've had, like... I'm not thinking of you or someone else, but I feel like you've had one... I've heard from someone that you've had one paid gig. Like, you've had your first paid gig. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Uh, I am... Um... <laughs> what? <laughs> just thinking, I didn't get any money for it, so... The, the only paid gigs... That I've done uh, are the gong. Are the gong. And the only paid because I came either first, second or third. Right, okay. So yeah. you've come first at the gong show before, haven't I've you? I've come first twice. Jesus. Very nice. Yeah. Well but, deserved. Oh, thank you. Mm. Um, but I think those nights maybe... Uh, I always... Well, it's it's always like uh, different elements, but the fact that I don't know if the, some of the other comics were like fully on their game mm. or... Like, I just caught the momentum, or there's all these, like, different factors that go in. There is. You know, the what the audience is feeling at the time. Yeah, the MCs. The, yeah, the MCs, the order of the lineup. Like, it can be a whole host of different things. So, I, I can totally see that for you. And as well as that, it makes it very difficult when Andrew comes on late in the show and just steals the fucking show. It's like... Well, the night that I won, I was in the first half, mm. like near the start, which is bad because... Yeah, they haven't had a lot of booze in them yet. And then also, you're near the start, so you're more forgettable. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And he was like second last or something. Yeah. So, I think he was second. I feel like they should just pop him at the first one, uh, pop him at the start one, right? Like right at the start. But as well as that, the venue always wants to close out strong. Yeah. As well as sure. that, like they don't put the weakest act at the start either. They put the they put I feel like they always put strong acts at the start who can warm up the crowd. You yeah. know, break it in so to say. So I don't think it's a reflection on you being a bad comic either. I think they trust you to go out there and warm the audience up, butter them up, get them feeling good and great about the show. Cuz as far as I'm aware it's random or pseudo random. I promise you it's not. <laughs> um and I say that as someone who's just recently started planning for my own show. I promise you it's not. Obviously, you work with the names that you have, but it's not random at any point. Um, so, yeah. But I'm, I'm looking forward to my show. I didn't even pick the lineup for my show. Well, I picked the comics, rather, but I didn't pick out uh, what order they came in. I left that to some of the people advising me. Yeah. So, and I was like, yeah, I was like, what do you guys think? How, how should this go on? So... That was, but there's a couple of comics who I actually haven't seen perform yet. Hayden Tuya being one of them. Oh, he's really good. Yeah? Yeah. I'm curious to see him. I think he's on Gong Show tonight. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be good to see him and good to put a face to a name. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a male teacher. He's a male teacher. Yeah, yeah. Great. Great. I've got to, got to think of a joke up for him. Okay. Yeah. And then when we have him on the podcast, we'll just turn it into a ter- an interrogation. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, hey, so uh, have you had any boys to your office recently? Or? So how long have you been grooming children for? Mm, something like that, yeah. Is your primary school teacher or high school teacher? High school, I think. <sighs> I don't know if that's better or worse. Yeah, they're closer to being legal. 
mm. which I feel like is making it more tempting for a potential sexual deviant. Yes. Yeah. Well, I well because uh, I met um, like there's this girl that I'm seeing, but I met her brother and her brother's partner, and her brother's partner is 18. Right. Uh, which is fine. And then he is 32. Oh. So, I was like, this is... Different. Sus. Yeah. And I was like, how long have uh, you been seeing each other? And he's like, "Mm, not sure. Jesus. And then I was like, how long have you been 18? And she's like, oh, you know, a while. (laughs) Well, it can't be that long. Yeah. I'm like, this is not going to hold up in court. No, there's... Yeah, there's something going... There's a bit of Leonardo DiCaprio uh, DiCaprio action going on here. You're going to want to line up your stories, I think. Yeah, yeah, I feel like... Yep, I started dating her the second she turned 18. Yeah. Which is still very suspicious. It is. It, it really is, <laughs> you know. Uh, of... It, it is really suspicious. That is... I mean, I've only ever dated older women, but never with that kind of... So that's not true. I've slept with someone who's like nearly 30 years my senior, but I didn't date them. Um, so that is really odd. It is odd. Yeah. Have you ever dated older women? Uh, I've only ever dated older women. You've only ever dated older women? Yeah, yeah. I respect it. Yeah. I respect it, yeah. I, I, I even have a bit that I've been working on. I don't know if you heard it, but it's new. Go on. It's not really a bit as much as it is just a story. Go on, do tell. It's about... Because uh, I lost my virginity to a cougar. No. Because I was 22 at the time, and she was 40. So you lost your virginity at 22? Yeah. Right. How old are you now? Uh, 28. Right. Okay. Carry on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I lost my virginity. Yeah. And then... Well, in... The thing that I'm working on is, like, it's amazing because she had so much experience. So she was telling me, like, giving me tips and tricks during... Yeah. So I was like laying on top of her and she was like, maybe you could try going in and out. <laughs> good for both of us, I yeah. reckon. Uh, that's the bit that I'm kind of working on. But it's like, but also, I don't know, I was just like parked up in there, handbrake up. I'm not really sure mm. what I was doing. I feel like you've definitely got a bit there. But it makes sense because I got my sex education in Kalgoorlie. So yes. Uh... Yeah. You know, where the goal is to find a woman, you know, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, that has teeth. Uh, it has to. But it was, yeah, because I remember we were like sexting beforehand and it was weird because I was like sending her um, like, well, one, poems, which is strange, but also I was sending her like, I sent her like an erotic fan fiction of the sex we were going to have. This is a really revealing tale about you. I'm, wow, that is, that's really something. It is very strange. It is. I, I, I've never heard of it being done before. Yes. This is... Which is how you know it's a real story. Yeah. I mean, it's... It, I mean, look, I thought I've come up with... So I've definitely told some unique and wonderful stories on this podcast, but this is definitely one of them. You lost your virginity to 22 to a woman that you were writing poetry... And fan art for. Yeah, I was writing erotic fan fiction about the sex we were going to have. This is... Which seems like serial killer energy. I mean, you're from Kalgoorlie. Yeah. Yeah. What did she expect? Yeah, I know. But, uh, and then she was like, she was talking, because at the time I was a 
removalist and she was like oh you must have such strong hands and i'm like yeah i do <laughs> and then during the sex i was like grabbing onto her real hard like the creepy crab man mm. like i don't know i was making all these weird mistakes it doesn't really make any sense but no one's good their first time so don't beat yourself up about it too much no but i think it's a great it's great to hone in on any story that's embarrassing i think that's uh, definitely definitely um and I've definitely had a fair few of them myself, and I think I've definitely shared a few of them. But you do it for the story, you know? Yeah, for sure. Who doesn't love a good story, even if it's embarrassing? I think it's even better if it's embarrassing. Yeah, I think to a certain extent. And I feel like it, it says a tremendous positive thing about your character if you can look at the story and laugh about it. So I admire you for that. Oh, thank you. You're very welcome. We are actually going to close up now with some plugs. Do you have anything you would like to plug? Any shows? Um, Any channels? I think whenever the uh, Shash is running the ethnic comedy thing, mm-hmm. uh, that'll be coming up in October, I think. So I'll be on that lineup. Mm-hmm. And that'll actually be my first paid gig. Well, very, very good luck to you, sir. I, I want to come watch that thing. What, what night is it, do you know? Uh, October... 5th maybe October 5th I wonder if that's I hope that's a Thursday night that's a whole amazing like there's there's a lot of great ethnic comedians in Perth there are like Sadi Shash uh, Karen Hardinge um, yeah 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 there's a few of them Omar who's yeah very sure. odd um, he's a beautiful soul he is David Morgan Brown I think is an alien so yeah, I think yeah. you could definitely... He's ethnic. He's, he's, done, some kind he's of probably ethnic. done blackface at some point. <laughs> uh, you could totally believe that about David Morgan Brown. Um, well, I'm going to plug the show that I'm doing. 18th of September, Sunday night, 6pm. The Degenerates Comedy Show uh, with Chris Pachulio and Shash RMCs. It's a great lineup of other comics as well. Uh, it's the premier live show of the Profeshi Anal Degenerates brand. If you want to support the brand, we are on Patreon and the TikTok and channel is coming soon with some other bits and bobs and shit. So, guys, if you like it, actually, by the time this releases, the TikTok channel will be out. Um, so, yeah, Patreon at the Profeshi Anal Degenerates and... We are on Spotify at Profeshi Anal Degen A Rates. You can find us on the show socials, Alex Flay, F-L-E-A-Y. Fuck off. <laughs>